0: Healing process, or mm-hmm. if they're just using it for preventative measures, or they just don't want to use um, products that are full of chemicals because, mm-hmm. in the animal world, um, it's just now becoming popular, you know, mm-hmm. semi-popular to use, quote-unquote, natural products, but a lot of the natural mm-hmm. products that are out there are not all 100% mm-hmm. natural.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, it, yeah, um, if you take time to read ingredients on products for right. your animals, you know, such so as flea repellent or shampoo, um, more and more now you are seeing that they're cont- containing some form of essential oil.
0: Right. Uh, And I like to tell people, too, that not one oil fits all, which is mm -hmm. what happens when people have not true aromatherapy training, or um, they just think, like again, using tea tree as an example, that tea tree is used for an antifungal, but it might not be the right antifungal for, say, you know, if you had three dogs, and maybe one dog it was great, but the other two dogs had an allergic reaction to it. Yeah. So you have to, you want to do it, in my opinion, more clinically and more safely working one at a time. Yeah. And I haven't, as far as toxic overload, one of the only things that I have heard of was a woman who had um, somebody come and do um, the raindrop therapy uh-huh. with the horse um, several times, I think like 10 or 12 treatments, and the horse oh, wasn't feeling wow. well. And then oh, they wow. That herself oh, wasn't wow. Oh, wow. well. Um, yeah. So they both were semi toxic and yeah. so and, and some of that is from um, second person too so I haven't gotten to speak to the person right. directly but that's just a common sense um, thing where whether it's that technique or another technique you just don't wanna overload into using too many oils, you know, all at once. Yeah. Because animals are extremely sensitive. With their sense of smell, but their skin is also very sensitive yeah. too. And then they lick a lot.
1: So yes.
0: They're gonna right away go smell it, put their nose right in it, so yeah. it's gonna go right on their nostril area, and then they're gonna be. Tasting yeah, they're answers. very in
1: touch with their their senses. Right. You know, they're more. You know. Very sensuous. <laughs> to, yeah, it's
0: important to honor and respect them, and when you're working with them, and just go slowly, mm-hmm. and um, over time. If you have, you know, positive results, they really enjoy it and they actually will acknowledge you as like, oh, wow, here's that lady with the
1: oil. Yes, it can actually be a bonding, part of the bonding experience. Yeah, they will associate with you. Yeah, so uh, what essential oils, have you used essential oils to help soothe your dogs and horses? Uh, Because they, you know, I know dogs and horses, they can can get anxious, they can get Mm -hmm. depressed. You know, right. So. Well, my guys are pretty, pretty mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but you, you know, probably just naturally incorporate a lot of things into right. your daily life. You know that has right. a calming, soothing effect. You know? Yeah, my guys for years have
0: tested been the testers for me.
1: Yeah, I say that
0: my horses have the final nay instead instead of the finally say uh-huh. on product. Um, so they're they're accustomed to that and like that, but when you know, um when we had gone through our recent um trauma of them being stolen and yeah. recovered, um one of the first things that we did when when we saw them was rebound with the sense of smell. I had an oh, myself with the oils and mm-hmm. um reanointed them and Oh wonderful. You know, yeah, used the oils to them down because and which were. ones did you find most helpful? Did they have um, the well ones I made that them, they actually made my own blend, mm-hmm. I and mean, I called it Animal Whisper. Um, I used it to get through the whole trauma to be focused on mm-hmm. um, working with doing mm-hmm. all kinds of things from animal c- intuitive communication to being focused and you know my own self, with anxiety and um, mm-hmm. fearfulness, and all all the apprehension and everything that went along with that, mm-hmm. and
1: uh, yeah, it was a very traumatic. I remember that period. You going yeah. through all that,
0: yeah. Because they're my children, you know. My horses are like 25 years old, and I've had yeah. them, you know, for a long, long time, and they had never been separated. So that was yeah. another issue with working with the smell and sense of smell with the oils and then with the box
1: gloves. So that was very helpful for the right. healing that...
0: To bring them back together with the
1: yeah. their own cells. Too. So what oils did you find most helpful?
0: The most Well, the most helpful, what I put in the blend too, and what seemed to be the most helpful was uh, frankincense, mm-hmm. uh, neroli, uh-huh. and lavender.
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: And um, a lot of those because of their use with, you know intuitive work and um, opening up communication, lines of communication, and neroli is really good for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the fact that neroli is one of my favorite oils, so it was one that I usually often would have on me, so my animals yeah. would associate that yeah. with me. So, that yeah. was another thing, was reabond- rebonding with the association through smell, Yes,
1: yeah.
0: um, because I wanted them, as soon as I... Saw them again, and they w- we were able to have physical contact. I wanted mm-hmm. them to be able to smell that, and say, "Oh, wow, I'm going
1: home now." Yeah.
0: So through the whole, you know, ordeal, and then with, you know, even even well, the time that has passed, I've, I've used a lot of oils and developed more products for other people mm-hmm. based on what we went through because I had to do something positive yeah. going through that. Yeah. And so that's how I can say, you know, that I use oil for. Emotional stuff, but I've helped other people with, um, you know, animals that they've had issues with. In particular, dogs that have a lot of fear of uh-huh. lightning, thunder, uh-huh. and loud noises. And um,
1: so, those, do you think those same oils or other those oils? Same
0: oils, lavender in general. I like to teach people um, the real, you know, especially if it's somebody who is not really, quote, wanting to be an aromatherapist, but they're just wanting to know for their own self. Yeah, they may not really um, take it on 110%, but at least they'll use it when they think of it. So Mm -hmm. I always like to start them at least with lavender, so that they they can use it for so many things. They can use it for the emotional Mm -hmm. aspect, the physical aspect, Mm -hmm. and then we might introduce an orange oil, just Mm -hmm. like treating the dogs almost like children with working with little children and just working with lavender and orange first, mm-hmm. and then going from there based on, you know, did their there dog, did they get their dog from the beginning or did they adopt the dog from the Humane Society and they don't know maybe its past history or maybe they do know the past history,
1: mm-hmm. and if
0: we do, then we try to work on Unpeeling the onion layer of where did the original fear and all of that come mm-hmm, from, and these mm-hmm, oils to mm-hmm. help with that as well as the box flowers.
1: Mm-hmm. So, did your horses have? Did Did you sense they have very much trauma? Did they get mm-hmm, over yeah. it pretty quick, or no? <laughs> it took a while. Um,
0: I, I with my gelding, um, he always was. Um, used to being around a lot of mayors and the mayors being, you know, in control kind of thing and it was almost like a role reversal where he became a little bit more aggressive and not in a negative way, but just more in a fearful way because yeah. some people that are fearful, you will see it manifest as an anxiety
1: yeah. and if
0: you just go boo, they come out of their skin and other people, you'll see them become more aggressive, well, his yeah. fear went more in a very like stallion like kind of right. oh, I got to be in charge and when we right. introduced him to my mayor who came home first um, it was a very interesting reintroduction because she went right up to him and took him all around the field and basically did a dance with him and he mimicked everything she was doing um, oh. and showed him where everything was and then but uh-huh. then because she always used to be in charge yeah but this it's been reversed now he's more like in charge wow um,
1: That's interesting.
0: They both still have semi-separation anxiety.
1: Yeah.
0: It's been a um, while, too.
1: It's It's been two years or
0: so. Yeah, just about. Yeah. So I I cannot separate them. Like, if I wanted to take her out and take her down to the field or go riding or something, he would have to come along or be somewhere where he could see her because he would get very upset. Yeah. And she's a little bit more... Tolerant, but then she would get worried as well because when Mm -hmm. she was waiting for him to come home, our friend um, put her horse in with her so that she would have a friend because horses are herd-bound. They're used to being in a herd. And dogs, too. Like a lot of people... Yeah, they're pack animals. They don't realize dogs really like to have a companion, whether Mm -hmm. it be a person all the time or whether it be, you know, another dog friend.
1: So Uh, that's
0: really... But otherwise, I think everything else is pretty um, calm down, my, my mare seemed to have developed some hormonal imbalances which she hmm. didn't have. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think it was from the was stress?
0: I don't we don't really know Because that would affect the adrenals, definitely mm-hmm. that yeah. you know.